following podcast has been brought to you by gentlemen, boys, girls, children of all ages, Rabble Mania Show proudly brings to you, it is I, one half of the longest reigning Rabble Mania Show Tag Team Champions of the World, ah. the age of Def6XL, <laughs> joining me as always, that will be I, your other half of the Rabble Mania, longest reigning Tag Team Champions in the world, TJ the Great TJ the Great. Of course, we are the Banter Club. We are mm-hmm. here to discuss this good old AEW Dynamite on the TBS network, also known as the Hoes Network. You know how I this go. This motherfucking <laughs> <is> hoes. <laughs> know we're all about them hoes on this side. <laughs> I got hoes. Of course, we're going to talk Dynamite. Before we talk Dynamite, we're going to talk a few little news items that popped up over the week. Um... One that I thought was pretty interesting, uh, Hikaru Shida. And she wrote this article for, uh, I think a publication is called Weekly Pro Wrestling. And it's behind a paywall, but, uh, little, there's been a translation of some of the key things in her talking about AEW. And mm-hmm. I thought it was really interesting because she talked about, uh, how a lot of the Joshi talent, and the women's division in general has been adapting over, you know, AEW's lifespan over the past couple of years. And mm-hmm. one of the things she talked about was how she she felt like the the hurdle tech has become higher for for Japanese women's wrestlers in AEW. Like it's it's become a little bit more difficult. And a big part of that is obviously the pandemic. You know, you can't travel back and forth with the regularity that you could before, like Rio, like someone like Rio, for instance, could just pop up work and then go back to Japan as needed. But now yeah. it's a whole situation where got to go quarantine for however long, go back home, quarantine. It, it's, yeah. it's a process. And then things are changing every day. And, you know, until we get to that point where we're mostly past all those pandemic restrictions, it, it's, it's going to be like that. And, yeah. You know, she even talked about how early on in the company they relied heavily on those Joshi talents, which we we've yeah. talk, we used to talk about that, like yeah. how one of the main parts of the women's division was was the Joshi talent because so much of their homegrown American talent still had to get better. They were green; they had to work. Yeah. And now we're we're a couple years after that, and they have like mm-hmm. the Red Velvets, the Anna Jays, the, the all those people, Julia Hart. All those people are coming into their own now. So, you know, they're, they're, they're a lot more ready than they were before. So combine those two things and AEW has leaned a lot less on the Joshi talent and a lot more on their, their own talent, their homegrown talent. So she, you know, she just said it used to be an advantage to be a Joshi here. Now it's somewhat of a handicap. Yeah. And especially due to the fact that, you know, because there's a language barrier, because you have to do all these things like get the work visa and all that. Mm-hmm. One thing that she said that was kind of crazy to me was that, 
you know, they didn't really get any help to getting acclimated to the U.S., like finding a home and all that, which I thought was crazy. Like, that's definitely something they got to get better with if that's true, because you can't you can't bring these women over here and then just expect them to fend for themselves figure it out like figure it out like i know they're adults but like still Mm -hmm. you know if you're paying them give them some help and i'm sure tony is not opposed to that Mm -hmm. so yeah they they definitely got to do better in that regard like and this was really interesting to me because this was basically the same thing big swole said in that in AEW, one of the big advantages creatively is that you know you can pitch your own stuff. You can do your. You're given freedom. You're given a lot of yeah. creative freedom. So, people who have good ideas and can pitch their own stuff to Tony Khan or whoever, they have more of a chance of getting on TV and doing big stuff. But on the flip side of that, if you're not a person that can really pitch your own angles and you know you're you your mind doesn't work like that and you got to work with people, then mm-hmm. it becomes harder to get on TV. And and even Swole's not the only one to say Jack Evans has said that. Like, mm-hmm. he straight up said, like, yo, I, I suck at pitching angles. So, like, I don't really know how to pitch my own shit. So, it's kind of hard. Yeah. So, I think it, it, I think in that regard, like, AEW, not, not get, like, writers or anything like that or not get, like, a whole creative team in, like similar to WWE, but I think they should have some sort of creative, you know, unit that can work with those people that aren't as good at pitching their own stuff. Cause I mean, you got all this talent and I feel like you should be able to better utilize them all. Even if they can't come up with stuff, like work with them, like see, see, see what they're good at, see their strengths and weaknesses and work that way. Like it's a lot, it's a lot like how WWE used to have it. Where you would have guys yeah. like Patterson and mm-hmm. you know all those guys in the back that we, we talked about it before with Yokozuna, Hayes, like, and we talked about it with Jeff. Yeah, where Jeff, well, Jeff talked about it in depth. Where he was like, "I'd always go to Michael for shit." <laughs> yeah, Michael Hayes. Like, yeah. I don't know what what to do. I don't know what would get over. And then like a guy like Michael Hayes would have. Mm-hmm. How about you do this or just guidance? Yeah, a little bit of guidance. Make, how to take their idea that they came up with and yeah. make it cohesive. With a a wrestling angle, you know? Yeah, and then, then, you know, and then mm -hmm. the wrestler can turn it into their own vision and work with the creative person, and then it can grow that way. Like, I think AEW would benefit from that, and, you know, some of the the talents that haven't been able to break through could really benefit from that. So, yeah, I mean, like, it's, 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 again, very similar to what Swole said in that, you know, that creatively free environment, as good as it is, sometimes... It kind of turns it into a shark tank and mm-hmm. makes it a lot harder for people to to rise up and get consistent time. So uh just just interesting stuff. Like I hope I imagine he won't, but I hope Tony Khan don't go off on her on Twitter like he did swole. I hope he actually like listens to this and you know. Yeah, take take the criticism. Yeah, because because it's constructive mm-hmm. criticism. Like it's not it's not someone just, oh, fuck AEW. Tony Khan doesn't know what he's doing. It's not that. Like, this is someone who works in the company saying, well, they do this great, but there's other things that, you know, kind of make it hard for, for us here. And maybe if they improve that, it, it could get a little better in that regard. So, you know, I hope they listen. You know, again, like, as much as as great as AEW is and as much as we're about to praise this fucking dynamite that, yeah. that just happened... 
mm-hmm. you know, there there are these little things that, you know, you, you should look at and see how you can improve them. So I thought that was really interesting for Mikaru Shida, especially because she was women's champion. Like, Swole yeah. never got to that level in AEW, but Shida did. So, like, for mm-hmm. her to say this, I think it's something definitely worth listening to. You got to treat your top people great, man. Yeah. So, with that, let's talk mm-hmm. about the rating for this dynamite. Let's go with the rating. It did a 1.1 million viewers and a 4-1 in the key demographic, which is number one on cable. Good they got shit. right back to the number one spot. <laughs> scheme, scheme, plot, plot. That, that, it was a scheme, scheme, plot, plot. Because Tony was <laughs> like, oh, I just signed somebody. We about to mm. open the forbidden door. Let's hype this shit mm. up. He, the, what, what got me is he said they're one in the same. Yeah. But he he kind of did some fun shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he surprised us a lot today. It was, it was, seems like everything we kind of shat on, they kind of fixed. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They, they definitely got shit in gear and mm-hmm. it did, for all the hype that, that was going into the show, it paid off their best rating in, in some time. I think mm-hmm. this is their best rating of the year so far. And yep, time to see how they capitalize with, a few new pieces in place. So, shall we get to the dynamite? You know what we got to do if we get into the dynamite? Yes. We got to light the fuse. Yes. Bring the boom. Yes. Dynamite. Oh, let's banter. AEW Dynamite from Atlantic City, New Jersey. Like They're in Jersey. Jersey home. Jersey. Shout out to Jersey. Mm-hmm. So we open up and it's already time to get on our bullshit because mm-hmm. the Furberry carpet is laid God out. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we see the big man Wardlow. He brings down these two big cutouts. Both Fucking of MJF's victories. They, this is how CD they Punk. start and everybody just started talking shit. Right. Immediately. Right. On commentary, all the bullshit. Yo, the commentators were not having it. It's like, oh, here we go. It, it's exactly what the cover of our last week's shit is. We will never hear the end yeah. of this shit. Yeah. You thought we were joking? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this shit real. <laughs> they uh, started with this shit. Yep. Crowd is chant for CM Punk off the rip. Uh, Warren Lowe's, he sets up in the ring. Just gives Justin Roberts the the cue, mm-hmm. and Justin Roberts first announces FTR and Tully Blanchard, the best tag team in the world, and legendary Tully Blanchard. Mm-hmm. And they come out, they got some party decor, they got suits on, they're drinking some some nice champagne, I would assume. Yo, hold yeah. up, Tully Blanchard is the OG, but he got the flyest jacket out of everybody in that squad. He was a horseman, man. You know he know how it go. Lie, bro. I'm like. Oh, it's cause he's the OG. Oh, cause he yeah, know. You know how to do it. These these boys, these young kids, man, it's they the don't young know what the cats. fuck they doing. <laughs> they don't know how to do this shit. Tully was used to be around Ric Flair. You think Ric Flair was going let his mans be around him, not looking fly? <laughs> Never. Whew, that boy. <laughs> yeah, man. So <laughs> Excalibur, he points out. Crazy how FTR and Tully Blanchard get, anou- get an announcement, but Wardlow doesn't. And Tony goes, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and JR just goes, yeah. 
Well, Wardlow doesn't need an announcement, man. He needs no introduction. This, this is, is Mr. War. Mayhem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This so then, is war. We get our boy Sean Spears, the chairman. He gets an introduction. And then fucking Spears gives Justin Roberts a folder. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, you got to read all this for MJF. Yep. This is, <laughs> this is what you're going. <laughs> and, and there's a whole damn soliloquy for goddamn MJF. <laughs> The man <laughs> who defeated CM Punk in Chicago twice. <laughs> yeah. He's better the way, than the best in the world. Something that was hilarious when uh, FTR was coming out. Why the fuck were they arm in arm? Right? <laughs> <laughs> and which was the one with the hair? Cash. Why the fuck was Cash acting like Miss Elizabeth? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell were they doing? <laughs> you didn't see him going. Yeah. <laughs> and then flicking his hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While Hardwood was over here, like, yeah. with his drink, <laughs> drink some because well, you know Tully, Tully, and, and and Cash threw their 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 drinks out. <laughs> yeah, fucking, you know who didn't throw his drink out? <laughs> Sean Spears, motherfucker, walked out with a fucking bottle of champagne. <laughs> yeah, Sean Spears, like, I ain't even wrestling tonight. We good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> He gives MJF that that long ass intro. Tony immediately after the intro goes, "That was putrid, guys." You know what it reminded me of? Shane. Yeah. <laughs> the best, best in, in the world. world. Had that type of energy. Mm-hmm. Fucking MJF <laughs> uses the Cody entrance. <laughs> Od, asshole. The screen lifts. He comes through. He has some girls out in front. Gabby Ortiz. Yeah, yeah, Gabby Ortiz. I love Gabby Ortiz. Gabby Shout Ortiz out is Gabby great. Ortiz. Yeah. Go and check then, her out. Yeah, check out I Gabby think, Ortiz. Yeah, I think her thing is like Gabity on, on Instagram. And then, like, the girls come out, and then behind them is MJF. He's, he's, he's on a pelican. Mm-hmm. <laughs> JR mm-hmm. goes, oh, what? <laughs> and Scalifer goes, it's a thing. It's a big chair with dudes carrying it. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the thing that the Roman Empire used to do, or at least that we usually see in, like, Roman yeah. stuff or like Egyptian stuff where they got the perfect example. If you watch uh Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett. Yes. It's exactly what they carry uh 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 a Jabba's family Jab- on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah. thing. It's that thing, yeah. <laughs> it was just so funny to me. Jared Excalibur immediately goes, Hey, he's out there on a pelican. Jared goes, Oh, what? <laughs> what the <laughs> hell is that? <laughs> we used to do that shit in WWF and we never called it a fucking pelican. <laughs> yeah. But uh he's got the ladies in front. Bless the ladies. Uh <laughs> so Gabby, <laughs> she gives MJF a kiss on the cheek. A little a little peck on the cheek. So yeah. I'm expecting, all right, the other girl's gonna Peck him on the cheek nah, too. I don't know who the other girl is, but he made out with that one. <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa. He tongued her the fuck down. I hope she was his actual girlfriend. Shit. Or some shit. God damn. <laughs> and you know what? They already started with the goddamn uh, fake tan shit. Yeah. They start making fun of his little white ankles. Yeah. <laughs> In the moment, he, immediately. Either MJF is not Yo, wearing they hate socks. this or, guy, bro. <laughs> he did not tan his ankles. No, but his hands are orange as fuck and his face is orange as fuck. Yeah. So oh, MJF, God. he gets in the ring, he gets the mic, says, He is the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Not Kenny Omega, not Brian Danielson, not Adam Cole, not Hangman Page, me. 
In fact, since I beat CM Punk in Chicago twice, Asshole. I'm even better <laughs> than the best in the world. Crowd's chanting, shut the fuck up. He's like, but I'm just getting started. I'm like, oh, fucking God. Fuck this guy, man. <laughs> fucking Sean Spears puts a picture of the fucking better than the best in the world fucking thing. Yeah, he shows up. Max, I got you something. <laughs> better than the best in the world. That's your next t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. Says, after, after I beat <sighs> Punk, I got to admit, I was overcome with emotion. Because, you know, I just beat someone I grew up watching. So, you know, I had to lean over and whisper some words in his ear. And you can see after the match, MJF is, he's whispering in Punk's ear. Like, mm-hmm. shoot, he was probably, like, really thanking him, like, genuinely. Yeah. But here he's like, I whispered some special words in his ear. And those words were, you suck. But then he says, you know, truthfully, if there's anyone that I should be thanking, mm-hmm. it's the man that, you know, without him... I may not have even won that match. I got to be honest. And then you see Wardlow in the back step forward like, all right. All right it's me, me, man. Yeah, he's the he one says, Sean the Spears. <laughs> the fuck did Sean Spears do? <laughs> he's Tell like, me what man. he did other than get his ass whooped for you. Those warm-ups, man. Nah, I, without fuck, those warm-ups, I don't know if fuck. I would have been able to win that match. No, go home. Get the fuck. <laughs> get the fuck. So MJF, he says, all right, now. It's time for us to move on to the next order of business. Now it's time for me to go for the AEW World Championship. Mm-hmm. But CM Punk comes right out. No music, no fan, no, like nothing, no fanfare, nothing. Yeah. It just comes out like, nah, fuck this shit. I'm going to bite this shit in the ass right now. Yeah. And then and then he looks over to commentary. He's like, mm-hmm. come on, Tony. And Tony's like, yeah, I got to go talk to him. So mm-hmm. Tony gets up. He goes to talk to Punk. And Punk, he, he grabs the mic. He's like, MJF. Your victory last week was as suspect as your spray tan. <laughs> <laughs> Doubling down on that shit, bro. I'm telling you. Yeah. He says, but you know what? I realized I made some mistakes over the past few weeks, but I've learned from those mistakes and I've got some backup this time. Mm. And out comes Sting and Darby Allen. His old boys from that one tag team match. <laughs> yes. And Sting hands him a bat like, you're going to need that. We yep. get this shit shaking. And then Punk is like, so here's what we're going to do, Max. I want a rematch. And then MJF is like, you don't deserve a rematch. And then Punk is like, no, Max, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the guy <laughs> that actually beat me in Chicago last week, Wardlow. I want a match with oh, you, big man. <laughs> this is war. Yeah. So then he, he talks to Wardlow. He's like, Wardlow, you're going to keep letting them do this to you? You're going to keep letting these guys disrespect you like this when we know you are the guy? And fucking mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. crowd starts chanting for Warlow. Warlow's mm-hmm. in the ring looking like, come on now, come on. No, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Dak steps up. He's like, hey, listen, punk. You know, I don't even like wearing a suit. I prefer wearing my fighting clothes. So if you want a rematch, yep. you get a rematch. And punk is like, all right, you want to do that six man again? We can do that six man again. Run it back. Yeah. And then MJF is like, hold on, hold on, hold on. You guys want a rematch? Okay. How about we do this then? We'll have FTR versus UCM Punk. And any partner you want, only condition is it can't be Tweedledee or Tweedledip shit over here. Can't be Stinger Darby. (laughs) Dumbass. So, and MJF then goes, you know, if you win, I'll give you your rematch with me whenever, wherever you want it. It's yours. And Punk accepts. And we end the segment here. This was, this This was. This is all. 
let, let me say something right quick. Go ahead. This was the biggest mistake of MJF's life right here. Now, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. Hubris. The moment that this man said, <laughs> you can pick whoever you want, but Tweedledee and Tweedledum over here. I'm like, you fucking idiot. The only people he has any beef with in this entire company are in that ring right now. The entire roster is pretty much cool with him other than Eddie Kingston. Yeah. So, with that being said, you're screwed, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody? Okay. (laughs) Anybody? You a dumb motherfucker. I swear to God. On the night when motherfuckers is debuting, supposedly... Use one dumbass motherfucker. And that, that was the big thing. Like, <laughs> I, re- I thought it was really good that, you know, on a night that they've already promised, oh, we're going to have surprises. They hooked you with another one off mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to have maybe one more surprise tonight. So well, let's see what's going on. So, Stupid uh, ass. Great. <laughs> I, I, I thought this segment was really fucking good. Like, yeah. MJF was exactly what we thought he was going to be and more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They continued. I was pr- waiting for it. I was just like, yo, yeah. just hurry it up, bro. I'm done with this shit. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love how they keep pushing that mm-hmm. Wardlow story. They are, they are doing so good at just dropping. It's going to happen. They, they just keep doing little, little things to fuck with Wardlow and pissing him off. I, I'm, I'm going to give you a quick little tidbit of what Russo would have done here. You know what we should do? We should turn MJF babyface so that when Wardlow swerves, it's a swerve. No, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Vic Venom, you know it. <laughs> Get the hell out of here, Vic. <laughs> we shooting the shit. Have a go. <laughs> Send the cash. <laughs> This is war. It's the big this man Wardlow. Mr. Mayhem. Taking on the blade. A veteran in there. This ain't no regular jobber. You so. know what this gonna be though. <laughs> he had he had to work his way there. Cause you know, this is the blade. The blade got a little more credibility than your average man. Of course. Yeah. He is somebody who was damn near tag champ. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. this man is he's up there. So yeah. Not just going to see how he favors. Exactly. Let's see how he favors with somebody who's a little more, uh, let's say, experienced than the people that he's been (laughs) wrestling. Yeah. So, and Blade, he clips him from the jump. Like, he gets the Mm -hmm. advantage at the start. But then Wardlow, he fights back, beats him around outside into the picture in picture. And then we come back from the break. They they fight through it. Wardlow, he catches Blade here with the first power bomb. Mm -hmm. And then the symphony has commenced. He hits one power bomb. Two power bomb, three power bomb, four power bomb, ah, 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 four power ah, bombs. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and he pins him. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, as always, as he's celebrating in the ring, fucking Sean Spears just runs in, uh, hits him with the chair. He's like, that's what I'm talking about. That's how we do it, big man. That's what the hell we do. <laughs> and then they leave. Bro, you don't do nothing but fucking get in motherfuckers' matches and, and beat them up afterwards. Whenever they give you a match, you get your ass whipped. <laughs> you're worthless. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love Sean Spears, man. <laughs> God damn it, I miss Ty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the perfect time. God uh, damn but- it. This new, this new guy, this Sean Spears guy that they used to replace Ty Dillinger. Fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the guy, man. This is the chairman. 
Uh, he's not LaParka. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we got to do. We got to get LaParka in here like, you think you're the chairman? <laughs> that shit would be lit. LaParka. Yeah. Yo, LaParka versus Penta. All right, let's talk about Penta. Because we got <laughs> a Penta it. segment. <laughs> yeah. He has, he has reached a graveyard. He's digging something mm-hmm. up. We got Alex Abrahantes, voice and over. He says, Penta says. It's not regular. It's not regular, uh, Alex Abrahantes. It's evil. Evil Alex Abrahantes. Yes. Evil. evil. They've been infected by the Danhausen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Penta, Penta says, when Malachi Penta spit in his face, he spit into his soul. And then we see Penta reach into the grave he's dug. And he pulls out a mask, but not just any mask. This was the mask he wore on Lucha Underground, specifically the most evil version of Penta that there is, Pentagon Dark. I was like, what the fuck? I I would have the beginning of Cody's entrance. Play right here. (laughs) (laughs) We are getting Pentagon Dark in AEW. Everybody's arm is getting broken. (laughs) Hell yeah. We're having Penta Dark and not in AEW Dark. No, not in AEW Dark. Maybe he'll go to Dark and fucking break somebody's arm real quick, but oh. He'll be like, this is my show now. (laughs) Yeah, I own this show now. The Inner Circle, they come out. Or at least three of the Inner Circle comes out. Jericho, Hager, and Sumi Kufara. Yeah, the people who've been chilling together more or less kind of. There's no problems with them right now. They're all good. But it's, you know, the two that aren't there yet that we got to talk about. But (laughs) when when Jericho's coming down, you know, the crowd singing Judas, JR just goes, Tony, what have you become? Tony goes, I don't know. I pushed everyone away. (laughs) These two are loose tonight. They're having fun. (laughs) Somebody had a few beers handed out or some shit. (laughs) So Jericho's in the ring. He gets the mic. He says, you know, I I said attendance was mandatory and we were all going to be here. But I got to be honest. I haven't seen Santana and Ortiz all day. I don't Mm. know where they are. I don't know what's going on. But then their music hits. And Santana and Ortiz come out. Did they change their song again? Did they? It sounds different. Maybe. I mean, from what I know, that was the one that that the the one they've been using. Okay, okay. Yeah. I thought they changed their song. It sounds different again. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they added their some song. shit to the song or something. Yeah. But I, like lyrically, I think it's the same song. Yeah. It had more guitar riff. I feel. Yeah, like. something like that. There's probably some more guitar in it or something. So. Um, but you know, Santana and Ortiz are here. Uh, Jericho's like, all right, that was cute. You get your own moment. I understand what you're trying to do. But you know, it wasn't cute. Not tagging me in to that match. It was they a won. fact. It was disrespectful. You robbed the fans of seeing a Chris Jericho match. But and then Santana won. just grabs him. He's like, yo, enough of this corny shit. Mm-hmm. Says, you know, I've been struggling with this, but I've come to realize, Chris, that everything here in this group, the inner circle, it's only been for the betterment and advancement of one person, and that's you. Because Chris Jericho only cares about Chris Jericho. Can, can I ask a random ass question? Sure. Why does Ortiz have one of those stretchy band gimmicks? Oh, well, he's probably working out. 
I know, but that's that's hella random to come out with one of those little stretch around your Probably. neck for no fucking reason. That's the same shape at all times, man. You gotta be ready. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, let me leave this right here. Nah, this man walked out with his little stretch. Well, you bench. know they don't they don't they don't care about this. They don't want to be here. So true, true, yeah, you know. True. Or tease, I'm, I'm not gonna stop my workout for this inner circle bullshit. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. you know, Santana says you know, everything we've done. It's only been to help you. No matter what we've had going on, we've always had to put it aside and stop so that we can make sure you're good. Tell me I'm wrong. Am I wrong? He asked the crowd, mm. am I wrong? The crowd mm. says, no, you ain't wrong. He's, he's not. <laughs> yeah. He says, we came out to tell you that the days of us playing second fiddle to you are over. Mm. And he says, you know what? Honestly, you, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell all you this. I'm going to tell everybody this. You need to thank this man right here. He points to Ortiz. Yeah. Says, because if it wasn't for him, I'd have dropped you a long time ago. And I felt that. Yeah. Think about all the promos or interviews that you've seen with these guys. Right? Tell me he's not always the one over here. Over there. Jericho's like, you know what, Santana? Remind me of my old friend, Eddie Guerrero. You know, you got this fiery personality. But you blame everyone for your problems. You blame everyone else mm. for your problems and don't realize that it's your own fault. Heal Jericho shit. Yeah. Talks about Eddie Kingston. He says, what the hell has Eddie Kingston done for you guys? You guys started in the business together? So what? I brought you here to AEW. And since I brought you here, you've been in main events. You've made events at pay-per-views, TV shows. You've made more money thanks to me. You want to talk about the tag team titles? Let's talk about it. Because you guys had a shot at the tag titles last year. And you lost to the Young Bucks. He says, you know what? The truth is I brought you guys into the inner circle and I can kick you out. Fact, you know, I wonder if maybe I got the wrong members of LAX from my group. Then he looks Who over at Hager. going to get Homicide Hernandez? Yeah, he looks over <laughs> at Hager's like, hey, you got Homicide Hernandez's number? And then Santana gets tight like, nah, we had beef. We had real beef with the motherfuckers. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, you don't mm-hmm. talk about them. Fuck out of here. Yeah, he gets in Jericho's <laughs> face, yokes him up, and then yo, Sammy he, he cut he, yo, he legit he yoked him yoked. up like <laughs> And then Sammy came in like, yo, 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 chill out, chill out. We're supposed to be a family, guys. Relax, relax. And then he looks at Jericho like, hold on, Chris. And then Jer- Jericho just goes, shut up, Sammy. And Sammy looks at him like, motherfucker, what? Excuse me? So then Sammy, Don't he gets tell him no like, Sammy to shut up, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy's like, all right. So, all right. So here's what we're going to do now. Because mm-hmm. I have my own goals. This may be my family, but I want to be the greatest champion in AEW. And with all this shit going on, you guys ain't going to help me achieve that. And okay. I've walked out on this group before. And if you can't get this shit together, takes off his jacket, lays it right in the middle of the ring, I will walk out again. And he leaves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Sammy is now like, all right, fuck this shit. <laughs> Sammy ain't playing no games no yeah, more. You want to play Sammy that already shit? Like, All right. <laughs> he said, yeah, yeah, I want to keep bickering and bitching and arguing. Go ahead. I got you know belts crazy, to defend, though? nigga. Fuck out of here. That's what I was going to say. I got a title. Fuck y'all talking about. Out of all that, I got two of the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what got me. I'm like, yo, the one, the guy with the title belt is the guy who more or less has always kept the level head. Yeah. 
this is nice, bro. Like, they didn't even have to, like, put the con, like, the context was already there. They set this shit up properly. Yeah. It's almost like they knew what they were doing from the rip, but I'm pretty sure it's just, it just lined up like this, which is yeah. really good. Yeah. And it's, it's good. It, it's a good way you look at where everybody is individually within the faction. It's like, yeah, Sammy is the one that recently has broken out. So yeah, he, he, mm-hmm. he should be the one to step away because he's got his own shit to worry yeah. about. He's like, man. I'm bigger than this. Bye. Yeah. So then Ortiz gets the mic. Says, you know, Jericho, you got your facts twisted. See where we come from. We don't settle things with talking. Mm-mm. All of this. Not this. We settle Mm-mm. things with this. We fight. So here's what we do. Us two against you and Hager in a match next week. And Jericho says, I didn't want to do this. I didn't want it to come to this. But maybe after me and Hager beat you guys down, you'll adjust those attitudes. We can get and this right. And that's when the beautiful picture Santana going, this fucking guy. <laughs> Best thing ever, bro. The whole time Xavier took the that last bit. Santana's just looking at the camera like, this fucking guy. Get the Yo, fuck? Xavier took that screenshot, bro. I was like, yo. <laughs> that Santana posted it. I started crying. Yo, it was instantly <laughs> memed. Like, yep. the second yep. the promo was over, yep. I saw yep. the picture on Twitter of Santana just. Yep. <laughs> like, this fucking guy. Fuck? <laughs> Uh, uh, great shit, great shit. Santana was phenomenal in this. Mm-hmm. He he was great. I mean, mm-hmm. Ortiz was great too, but I mean, he talked less. Santana did most of the talking, and like as it should be, because Ortiz is more of like the wild guy. When it comes to serious shit, you got you know uh, uh, Santana speaking. Yeah. yeah. Then when it's time to whoop ass, <laughs> and Ortiz, Ortiz said everything he should have said. Yep. We ain't going to settle it like this. We're going to settle it like this. Like this, which is exactly because yeah. that's his, their characters fit. Yeah. They, they match each other's energy. They, they compliment mm-hmm. each other. Like, mm-hmm. this is exactly why everyone's been saying, yo, Santana and Ortiz should break out. And now they're breaking out. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. So now we're going to make it happen. It's time. We got Tony in the back with Rapungi Vice. Yes. But then Oof. you can interview them about their match on Rampage <laughs> on Friday. But then the Young Bucks run up with Adam Cole, mm-hmm. and they take them out. They beat them down. Yep. And, you know, they, they take out Rocky, and they're about to take out Trent. But then they look up, and, and, and Matt is like, yo, ain't that? And then the man steps in the frame. You see his back. It says on the bottom of his jacket, Switchblade. Switch I yelled. I said, holy shit. <laughs> Fucking it is forbidden Jay door. White. <laughs> Jay We are breathing with the switchblade now. He comes Jesus. in. He takes out Trent. He looks mm-hmm. at the Bucks and Adam Cole. Adam Cole is happy to see him, but the yeah. Bucks are like, yo, what you doing here? Like, they're spooked. They're like, oh, Man. no. So... I thought that was quite interesting. We're going to talk a little bit about that in a bit. Mm-hmm. But the hits don't stop with this show. Nope. Because we go from Jay White to the face of the revolution qualifying ladder match. Ooh. Isaiah Cassidy takes on a mystery opponent. <laughs> Isaiah's in the ring. He's awaiting. We just got... Hold on. We we got We got to... We just got fucking Switchblade Jay White. 
leader of the Bullet Club, hanging out with the old school club. And now we got this match, and we were promised a surprise here too, so... Oh, what a surprise. AEW, goddammit. I'm killing no filler this show. And salutations, people, mm-hmm. because the surprise was Limitless Keith Lee. At this point, this is a this is bask a 97 Nitro. This is a 2000 Raw. I'm all bask in this glory. This shit going crazy. Oh, he is limitless. What a first hour of dynamite this was. This is ridiculous. Like... <laughs> It's hurt so much that he can't use that song though. Yeah, it was it, that one. That song was perfect. It was a great song. It was it, perfect. It, 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 I understand that he probably didn't have time to record for this because mm-hmm. he just got married. So yeah. hopefully, in the coming weeks, we could get a version of this new song because I did like the new song. But I hope yeah. they get a version of it that has Keith Lee rapping on it because we Keith need that. Lee, you better spit some bars. You need Keith boy. Lee spitting them bars. Spitting them bars. By the way, let me say something hilarious about Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy was on the interwebs talking about, you think I don't know Spanish? He starts saying a few Spanish words. And he got me here as 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 a Dominican from Washington Heights. He 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 got me right here because he started singing a song from El Alfa called La Mama de la Mama de la Mama de la Mama de la Mama. He starts fucking saying it and I'm like, something about like southern ass super like what what we would call my country gringos yes singing spanish songs is just especially like very niche like an alpha and because that's very like he's dominican some puerto ricans are on to him and here and there but it's something that you usually just hear at the clubs you know what i'm saying where you know you got spanish people spanish-speaking people so it's just like, Matt, what the, hell the fuck do you know about this shit? <laughs> I mean, hey, listen. <laughs> he married he's been a, hanging out with fucking, well, he's married to fucking. He's uh, married uh, to a, 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 a Spanish Remy chick from Sky. New York. Yeah. Yep. He, he's he's hanging out with fucking Andrade. And here he goes with la mamá de la mamá de la mamá. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, Matt is yeah. he honorary at this point, I got to say. By the way. <laughs> It says something about his marriage because that that's that song is a double entendre. Mama means mother, yes. but mama also means to suck. Yes. So <laughs> in the song, you know, he talks about, you know, I, I gotta respect the the whole, I guess you could say like family line, be because they gave him the mother of the mother of the mother of the mother, which makes no sense. But if you put it in the other way, they gave him the <laughs> sucking of the sucking of the sucking, which means they gave him the greatest blowjob of all time. <laughs> which, yeah, we already know Matt and Rebby, y'all be fucking, so it's fine. <laughs> y'all be fucking. How many kids they got now? Like six? <laughs> yeah. About to get a football team going. God so. damn. <laughs> so... Yeah, Isaiah Cassidy gets mm-hmm. in Keith Lee's face, but Keith Lee takes him to the corner and then just throws him to space. <laughs> the, I didn't hear him do the the yelp. He did it on um 
Was it the the big bank attached? I think he did it on the finish. <laughs> gotcha. He should have done it here. This is where it made sense. This is where he, he should have did the screen. Yeah, he usually does the yelp when when they when he somebody throws him really far. Yeah, and then Keith Lee threw it extremely <laughs> far. Fuck <laughs> it. Like, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Um, him and his pounding ass too. What the fuck? Yeah, he was like, yo, I'm pounding ass. You ain't pounding. Not this one. Not tonight. Nah, nope. <laughs> You're going to get flung across the ring from pillar yeah. to post. Uh, Keithy hits him with a big crossbody. Sets mm-hmm. up for the spirit bomb, but Isaiah escapes. Hits the ropes. But then Lee just runs through his clothesline and then just pounces him to the outside. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Matt Hardy is looking at this and he's like, yeah, so this, this, this ain't gonna work clearly out. ain't working out. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> yep. And Matt leaves through the crowd. <laughs> the commentators are like, Matt uh, showing some erratic behavior. Uh, yeah, he started. But that's, I feel like that's. It's a poke because. Yeah. Yeah. That's how Jeff yeah. Hardy left WWE. <laughs> yeah. Which is why I'm thinking, oh, we was talking about Jeff? Oh, we going to get some Jeff, but we got to yeah. wait. Yeah. I feel like that's what that means. By the way, I kind of I kind of find it funny that this is this was my pick. Oh, Keith we called Lee? it. Yeah. Yeah. We called yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we talked about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Uh Keith Lee seemed like the popular pick and mm-hmm. turns out it was Keith Lee. Mark Quinn tries to distract him. Isaiah dives on him outside, but Keith Lee just brushes him off and gets mm-hmm. back in the ring. Isaiah dives again, but Keith Lee catches him and fucking destroys him with the Big Bang <laughs> catastrophe for Moiter. the win. So then Mark Quinn tries to attack him post-match, yeah. and they try to take him out. But Mark Quinn dives, he catches him, and then he power bombs a motherfucker onto on another, to another, motherfucker. another motherfucker. Yep. Yeah. This was this was a joy to watch. Isaiah Cassidy did a great job of bumping yep. his ass off for Keith Lee. This was yep. just perfect. Like everybody has talked about it already, but it's like turns out the easiest way to get a guy like Keith Lee over is just let him be Keith Lee. You want to see how you get a Keith Lee over? This is how. And then watch Vince respond with something like, "Oh, he's a big fish in a small pond now, you know." Bah, bah. bro, he got got to worry about fucking switchblade jay white who just came out here he had to worry about cm punk brian danielson he had to worry about john moxley he had to worry about hangman adam page he had to worry about kenny omega and he still looked like a star because what vince doesn't seem to understand is you can have multiple stars the reason why you call your wrestlers superstars is because they're supposed to be that superstars I'm glad he's here now. (laughs) You couldn't have done this. How? Why? Why not? I don't know. They didn't want to. I'm telling you, the motherfuckers are selling. The (laughs) motherfuckers are selling. Disney presents Monday Night Raw. Wait for it. Bro, it's not not even (laughs) that. They do what they want. I keep telling you. They do what they want because they're going to make money regardless. It don't matter to them. (laughs) The motherfuckers going to sell. Even this didn't matter to them probably because they're still going to make a fucking billion dollars or whatever. They don't care. We got Britt mm-hmm. Baker and Mercedes Martinez. Yes. They have worked their shit out. And, you know, Britt is like, hey, to make sure that there's no confusion about you taking out Thunder Rosa, next week is going to be no DQ. So next week on Dynamite, we don't got to wait two months. Beautiful. Mm-mm. It's going to be Mercedes Martinez versus Thunder Rosa. No disqualification. I'm ready for it. 
So if you try to hit shorty with a lead pipe, she's going to hit you with a lead pipe. First. Yeah, she'll hit you right back. So it's on. <laughs> equal footing, equal ground. Yep. Uh, and then uh, we get another, we get a WWE thing that we were talking about earlier. Well, WWF thing. Folks, you're going to want to stick around because. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please do not turn to the Olympics. <laughs> because Adam Hangman Page and Lance Archer are going to have a fucking Texas death match. <laughs> do not Jesus turn to the Christ. Olympics. My God. <laughs> <laughs> These two big motherfuckers are going to beat the absolute shit out of each other. Yeah. It's some old country ass whooping for the title. You yeah. better stay ass here. <laughs> this shit about to get crazy. <laughs> yep. Yep. So. And we got Sammy Guevara dicking around with signs as we go to Pip, you know, classic pastime. I don't get how you come out to do signs after all that shit. Right? <laughs> well, he's, he, the signs are about the fucking inner circle thing. He's like, you know what? I, I put my jacket down in the ring and I'm looking forward to my own reign as champion because I got mm-hmm. all these guys that, that yep. want a shot at me. So I got to be focused on that. So that's basically what the signs were about. Now we got FTR versus CM Punk and a partner of his choosing. You fucking idiot, MJF. You stupid ass motherfucker. (laughs) CM Punk's partner is John Moxley. Wow, dang. It hits. You make my heart sing. (laughs) I didn't even consider Mox. When I was mm-hmm. thinking about all the potential partners you could have, but goddamn, I love it. <laughs> this was such yes. a great pick. <laughs> Here's the thing: like I've always said it. What have I always wanted other than Seth Rollins with CM Punk? Yes. The per- other person I always wanted, fucking John Moxley. So you take my two favorite guys in this company, and you you have them team up against two of the favorite my two of my favorite guys that I love to see have fucking tag team matches. AW beautiful motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and like Excalibur even ties it back to MJF because he knows, yeah. you know, John Moxley is one of the few people in AEW who has beaten MJF. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking John Moxley is. I mean, John Moxley and CM Punk. <laughs> Crowd was fired up for this shit. I was fired up for this shit. First of all, I yeah. know we're in Atlantic City for sure. Yeah. Because when Mox comes in this match, he gets a big ass GCW chant. Mm-hmm. 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 Starts, like the, the whole fucking building just started chanting GCW. And then yep. you know, if you don't know, John Moxley is the current GCW champion. Yep. So they gotta start GCW bring that belt out. be out here all the time. Yeah. Tony Talk, yeah, that, that's 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 their spot. Atlantic City, New yeah. Jersey. There's a so, little hood out here. Yeah. Match breaks down into a four-way. Mox rushes out. It's a big tope suicida. We go to picture in picture. We come back from the break where (laughs) right out of the break, Mox has been put through the damn announce table by ringside. Not the announce table, the ringside table. (laughs) But count out Because they don't have it enough. See, this is why I'm telling you, they got to have one one show with it. Just one. You can do dynamite with the the gimmick. You got to have Rampage at least with goddamn ringside. You know, Mox gets back in to beat the count out at a nine. Mm-hmm. He, he hits Dax with an atomic drop. But he goes over and tags Cash, and then Mox drops him with the big suplex. He he tries to go and tag Punk, but Punk is stuck in the other corner. He's fighting with Cash. Yeah. So, like, again, FTR just, they they really are fucking one of the best tag teams in the world. Like, just Hell the way yeah. they, they can push it together in their matches is so good. It's the reason why, like, I'm telling you, man, 
when I want Santana Ortiz to win the, the tag titles, I want him to win it off of FTR. I really do. I really do. Just because both teams are two teams that when they're with their tag partner, they don't got to say shit. They just know already. Like, I got to, we're going to do this, 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 this is going to flow like water. Yeah. Every single time. And I'm like, how the fuck y'all be doing this shit? And I know practice and, and hard work and all that shit. But at the same time, there's almost like a sixth sense, sixth sense yeah, which is like. They're, they're, like there's things you can mm-hmm. teach, but there's also like innate natural chemistry that mm-hmm. guys have that, that just, you know, you can't teach. And yeah. FTR has why, it, Santana and Ortiz have it. Which is why Cash Wheeler is, is Dax Hardwood's uh, wife. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they, they get each other that much. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mox is able to <laughs> Mox fights free from cash He and Punk set Dax up for the doomsday device mm-hmm. Mox dives on the cash outside And he covers for the one Two You got him No No Then Cash gets the ring bell And FTR they do that classic ring bell spot They Hunter, always do If you where, hear me Yes he's here Sorry <laughs> He heard us talking about great tag teams like, You know me and my brother with best damn tag team. <laughs> Sorry, it was very distracting. Sorry. Yeah. Punk and Dax are hooked up. They're both trying to go for backslides. They reverse around. Punk goes for the GTS, but Dax counters. FTR gets the big rig for the one, Oof. two. He got him. No. They're all brawling in the ring. Mm-hmm. Punk and Mox go for the finishes, but FTR reverse. They go for the stuck pile driver, but Mox breaks it up. He just pulls over, <laughs> cashing a rear naked choke. Mm-hmm. And Aubrey's run, she runs over and tries to break it up. And yeah. Punk has got Dax in the end, the kind of vice, and Dax taps. But since Aubrey's distracted with Mox choking this man out, yep, she doesn't yep. see it. So then Tully Terrible. runs in. He breaks it up. And then Punk mm-hmm. is like, you motherfucker. And he lifts Tully up for the <laughs> GTS. <laughs> he gave this poor man a GT. God damn it. Put Tully to sleep. Tully, you too old for this shit, bro. Why are you taking man. bumps? <laughs> yeah, man. And then he gets Dax. Mox mm-hmm. gets cash. They both hit their finish. GTS and the paradigm shift at the same time. And they get the win. That was gorgeous. This was some classic old school southern style crazy heat shine bullshit. <laughs> All over the, it was everything. It was this a was, crazy tag match. You know what this was? This was beautiful, man. You know what I'm saying? This was something else from a different era. It was it was it was a bygone era in a good way, you know what I'm saying? Not like yes. that Gabagool we saw over there. Yeah. The yeah, NWA yep. stuff on on Raw is War. No, no, no. We ain't got that. That was some Gabagool. That was some Gabagool. What we got over here is old school style wrestling with a modern touch and some young guys over here who know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? It was some beautiful situation. It wasn't pure gabagool, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it was a good kind. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Super uh, fun match, though. Super fun. I miss Tony D'Angelo, bro. I don't know if it's a pair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he is fun. He is fun. It's just, you, you know, need, I can't. Yo, listen. Tony, if you're listening to me, get your ass fired and come over here. <laughs> get over here. Tony, come on. <laughs> they ain't got nothing for you over there but a bunch of gabagool. You know Gaba, this. That's exactly you know what this. they got for you over there. <laughs> over there, over there, now over Over here. Come on. <laughs> we got the TBS championship being defended on TBS. Yes. 
Makes sense. We, yes. We got AQA, formerly mm-hmm. known as Zeta Ramir. Yep. From NXT. She's taking yep. on the champ Jade Cargill. But I'm going to call her Aqua. Aqua. <laughs> A- AQA. AQA. Like water. Aqua. <laughs> Aqua. <laughs> so Jade lifts this girl with fucking one arm and, mm-hmm. and slams her backward. That was crazy. But AQA hits the pop-up dropkick, Sami Zayn style, and sends Jade outside into the pit. So we come back. AQA hits this dope sling blade, puts Jade down, and then she sets up, and she lands the big shooting star press. She beat Tony Storm with that move, by God. She lands the shooting star press. (laughs) That's the the move to beat Tony. (laughs) Yeah, that's the move that beat Tony Storm. (laughs) You heard about the knee that beat John Cena? Yeah, the knee that beat John Cena. (laughs) This is the star that (laughs) The shooting star that beat Tony Storm. (laughs) It didn't beat Jade, though. No. She kicked out. (laughs) JR's like, I've never seen any footage of this AQA, but she's quite good. So JR's like, I don't fucking Mm. watch NXT. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think about it like that. I just thought about it as like, oh, he'd he never seen her before. Hey, which I'm he's like, never seen her before. Has he? Jade gets this girl down off the top rope, and mm-hmm. she hit Tour of the Islands. She hit Jeff Cobb's finisher. What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> shit. I didn't know what the fuck it was. I swear to God. Yeah, like she 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 grabbed yeah. her in the power stand position, turned and spinned her and slammed her. And I was like... That's Jeff Cobb's move. <laughs> and I what like Jeff hell? Cobb. How the fuck? Yeah, I got to I'm fucking up. I was like, holy yeah. shit. What the hell? <laughs> I knew it seemed familiar, but I didn't know from what. Yeah. She training with Jeff Cobb, too? What's going on out here? I see you. I see you. Probably yeah. Jeff Cobb, Cobb hit her up like, you should do this. Yeah, yeah man. Jade, Jade gets the win. And man, mm-hmm. I'm just still like, yo, she, use, she using Tour of the Islands? All right. <laughs> I mm-hmm. fuck with that heavy. Mm-hmm. But um, moving on. We got the super elite with the Cutler cam. Yes. You know, they talk about how it's, <laughs> it's the Young Bucks and Rapungi Vice on Friday. And Adam Cole is like, yeah, and you know what? I brought in the perfect guy to watch your back. Jay White, he's amazing. He's, he's the perfect guy to be in your corner for this. And then Matt is like, well, you sure about that? Because I don't know if you remember, but Jay White and Kenny kind of had a thing going on. They, they weren't too close. They weren't friendly. Mm-hmm. And then Adam Cole is like, no, no, no. Guys, you can't worry, all right? Because you know... You remember that we all made an oath when you're Bullet Club. You're Bullet Club. For for, for, life. for, 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 for life. Except they, they just started doing Spider-Mans. Yeah. <laughs> and then Adam Cole says, you know, but I got something that I need to handle myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to leave you guys to handle what you got to do. And he walks off. And then Matt is like, yo, Brandon, did you know about this Jay White thing? And Brandon is like, I may have, may have read about it on Reddit. And, <laughs> and then that's that. I hate that they use that line. <laughs> Stop telling people because then they're going to take it to heart. Then they're going to believe all the stupid shit motherfuckers put out there on Reddit. Yeah, people put a lot of shit on Reddit, man. <laughs> people put mad dumb shit on Reddit. We got Serena Deeb versus Katie Arquette, her five-minute rookie challenge. Mm-hmm. And when I see Katie Arquette, I'm like, any relation to David? She do look a little Davidy, and as it turns out, she's his niece. Ah! So I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> ah! I would have so put her in the David movie, himself but okay. in here to wrestle, huh? What are we doing that? <laughs> I would have put her in a screen movie, but yeah, 
I mean, okay. I mean, apparently he was supposed to be working with WWE, but that didn't go through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you shit, man. The AEW could have got the fucking screen publicity off that, man. Damn. You remember the situation with, with NXT with uh, Johnny Gargano and all the Scream guys? Yeah. One of those was supposed to be David Arquette. Ah. Uh, and that Dewey. was the point. Yeah. That was the point. And they, they, it didn't work out, so they just made it. It's the reason why we only got two Screams instead of three, which is yeah. how many there were. Yeah. Well, it is what it, it, is. it is. But cool to see an Arquette in here wrestling and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would have got her in a screen movie if I was, you know, they came out with that new screen movie. I would have, I would have put her in that for a little more publicity. But it's yeah, she was just the new one. I, I still haven't seen. It. I gotta see it. But yeah, yeah. I like how. Oh well, back to this match because Serena D was completely dejected during the shit. Yeah. Oh, Serena packed this girl up. Yeah, she didn't give a <laughs> she, fuck. <laughs> she whooped her ass. Like she, she toyed with her in under mm-hmm. a minute. Like she put her down. She looked up at the clutch. She's like, "Oh yeah, I got some time." I'm gonna fuck she with started this joking girl. around and flexing, yeah. and yeah. I'm the best type of deal. And then she put her great, in the serenity man. lock, and mm-hmm. it was over. So She's fucking great. Yeah. So Serena Deeb is she killing that? Like man. If she keep doing this five-minute rookie challenge, they're going to end up getting somebody over with this. So, I fuck with it. We got the ass boys and Jurassic Express. I'm an ass boy. They cut a promo. It's a promo package here. And Billy even does the line. You ain't down with that. We got two words for you. Two words for you. Ass boys. Bam, bam. (laughs) No, he says new champs. New champs. (laughs) It's time for the main event. event. AEW World Championship on the line in a Texas death match. Lance Archer takes on Hangman Adam Page. Mm -hmm. We don't even get a lower third for Hangman this week. Because he's fucking fighting with Lance Archer in the back off the rip. Yo, he sees him in the back. And it was on. You ever heard in the hood when they say on site? This was on site. This picture right here is in the dictionary right next to the fucking word. Yes. On site. Hangman ran up on this man immediately, got mm-hmm. started, mm-hmm. brought him out to the stage, threw him through the fucking glass panel on the stage. That <laughs> when shit Archer me, comes out, he's bleeding. OD, that shit gave me Shane McMahon, Kurt Angle vibes. Yes. I'm like, are we getting crazy, crazy in this? <laughs> so then they, they go to the ring. Hangman hits the buckshot, and, you know, of course, it's knockout rules, knockout mm-hmm. or submission. So Archer's down. He just gets up at a nine. So then he comes back. He fights Hangman back. He takes over. Fucking Dan Lambert emerges from hell <laughs> and starts removing the top rope. Part of me got uncomfortable when I saw his face. <laughs> Why? I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> he this motherfucker. He better not say nothing. Don't he better not say luck, word. He said nothing. He was here to be a manager, uh, an yep. interfering manager. He didn't talk. <laughs> so, I was way like, motherfucker, you better not say a like, This show's word. been so good. Don't say a goddamn word. <laughs> Everything been has been excellent thus far. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Don't ruin this shit. So yeah, Lambert, he takes off the um, he takes off the top rope, removes the entire top rope. Yep. And he does this so that Hangman can't hit the buckshot lariat. Well, technically, technically, he unscrews it, right? Yeah, he unscrews it. From that one turnbuckle. But technically, the person who finished removing it was Lance Archer. Yes, because he he, he takes the whole fucking shit to hit Hangman Mm -hmm. with it. Mm -hmm. 
And 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 then we we have a two roped ring now. <laughs> yep. And it was it was funny looking, but it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what made it the funniest? Every time Lance Archer tried to do his big man shit over the top rope. Yeah. That shit made no sense, bro. It's the second yeah. rope, bro. Stop yeah, trying like, to act I, hard. Everybody <laughs> can do that now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it's not a big deal anymore. <laughs> it's not a Kane Undertaker situation. You just look goofy now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with without without that top rope to do the buckshot, Hangman's gonna have to switch it up. So mm. we go to break. We come back. Remember that, that guys. Yeah. <laughs> come back from break. Archer's got Hangman set up for a blackout on a double table stack outside, but Hangman, who is also now bleeding, fights back, and oh, once again, Hangman is just. So this is going to be that type of babyface title reign where mm-hmm. the babyface mm-hmm. just fucking bleeds out in these big matches. But I love that shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's going to make Foley the fuck up. Yeah, he's going to fight for that title. Mm-hmm. So he hits Archer with some boots. And then Jake runs over and Jake hits the short arm clothesline on him. And the crowd goes like, crazy. Yeah. And the crowd starts chanting DDT. I'm chanting DDT. Mm-hmm. I'm like DDT, mm-hmm. DDT. Mm-hmm. And Jake's going to do it. He grabs him. He's like, oh, yeah, DDT. He was feeling it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Lance Archer's like, hey, no, Jake, no. No. And then the crowd boos. They're like, boo. <laughs> we wanted a DDT, bro. <laughs> I wanted a DDT. I was ready for that shit. I was like, hell yeah, Jake, DDT. <laughs> Fucking Lance Archer was like, everybody dies, but only when I say so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not yet. Hold on. <laughs> so... Once again, to prove that this is absolutely a GCW crowd, they start mm-hmm. chanting, we want fire. <laughs> oh, man. They they came out here for a Texas death match. <laughs> this yeah. crowd wanted a Texas chainsaw massacre. Yeah, These motherfuckers like, wanted to see niggas die. <laughs> yeah. We watch Nick Gage on a regular. We know what we like <laughs> out here. Yeah. Fucking, where's the light tubes at? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we ain't playing with y'all. Bye. Hangman, he's got a he's got a kendo stick. He's going mm-hmm. wild with it, but fucking Archer just gets up, grabs it, and is like, "Get this shit the fuck out of here!" Yep. And then he grabs Hangman and choke slams him through a trash can in the ring. <sighs> Murder. And then this man pulls out a fork and starts to stabby stab. Abdullah the butcher. <laughs> Jr. called you, it too. Yeah. Abdullah the butcher lock with damn that right. damn fork. <laughs> but and you know then, where we at? You know where we at? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You wanted GCW? Okay. <laughs> and then Lance, with Hangman's blood on the fork, just mm-hmm. licks it off like his ketchup. I'm like, you, the crowd chants it. You sick fuck. You <laughs> sick fuck. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't have. I would have been like, eh, yeah. eh. I would have been somewhere in the back throwing up like fucking, <laughs> I don't know, Stan when he sees Wendy Testaburger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That that was that was nuts, Lance. You wildin'. That's gross, bro. Fucking yeah. never be. Then Archer, he starts throwing some chairs in the ring, mm-hmm. but the last chair has got some barbed wire wrapped around it. Nasty. I'm like, oh shit. He sets Hangman up on the apron, hits a blackout on the fucking steps. Hangman bounces mm. off and then dents the steps. I'm like, Disgusting, <clears throat> and the fact that he he landed, he, well, he flipped into it. Yeah, so his back completely landed on the entire, and then he just kind of like when he rolled off of it, it's so dangerous. Ow! I wouldn't. I, 
See here, I would never. I'd be like, no, I'm taking the yeah. bump the other way. I ain't way. taking that shit. Fuck no. <laughs> I'm taking the bump like this. I'm not taking the bump flipping into it. Cause no, if my head goes south, yeah. fucking coconut right on the head, and that's it's a wrap for six. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't we can't let that happen. So it's a fucking wrap after that. Nope. Yeah. So mm-hmm. fucking hangman fights back. Archer goes for a power bomb. Hangman grabs the barbed wire. And wraps it around his arm. Mm-hmm. And then just decides there's some big ass rolling elbows. He rolling elbows Archer all the way to the apron. The mm-hmm. ref is down. He's, he's down picking up some stuff. So Hangman yep. sees his opportunity as the ref is bent over. He just flips over the man. He flips over the ref for the buckshot lariat. And with then the fucking barbed wire in his arm. Still, the right? tables outside. He still got the barbed wire in his arm, right? No, he took it off by that point. Oh, all right. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Because, I mean, it was kind of quick when I saw it, but I, yeah. I didn't see him take it off. So I was like, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> I was even more. When, when you see the when he yeah. sees the ref bent over is when he's mm-hmm. taking it off. And he takes it off. And he's like, gotcha. oh, here we go. And then he, he flips wow. over the ref, mm-hmm. hits that buckshot, flies. And they both fly through the tables. Archer yep. is down and Archer is out. Hangman you know what sucked, though? retains. You know what sucked, though? What? That one table didn't break oh yeah but that shit is annoying every time that shit happened that shit is so annoying yeah that one table didn't break he it bent like you can see one side like this but it didn't like the other one like the other one just turned into sawdust yeah this one just said me and i was like damn it why don't you break <laughs> that shit always gets me tight but yes this that was extreme and that was dope as fuck it was fucking nuts. I mm-hmm. love that shit. What an awesome finish. What a crazy match. Mm-hmm. This was tremendous. And the perfect cap for what was a fucking incredible dynamite. But yep. we ain't even done. Because yep. post-match, mm-hmm. Adam Cole comes out. Yeah, Walks down to the ring. Grabs the world mm-hmm. championship. Hands it to Hangman. And is like, this you right now, but. I'm coming for it. Yep. Remember all that shit he was talking on Rampage? Yeah. Ain't it crazy how they keep burying Adam Cole? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's AEW. Yeah, and, and I was talking about that shit last week where yeah. I was like, you know what they're saying on it. And Tevin's like, oh, no, not this shit. Yeah, this stupid ass shit. Nah, nah man. They, 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 and that's exactly why I said bro. it's stupid ass shit. Because look, look where we are now. Mm-hmm. And now he's he went right up to the man and said, give me. Yeah. So, so that's AEW Dynamite. Beautiful. Sheesh. This was one of the best Beautiful. Dynamites in a in a bit, and this might have been one of the best Dynamites ever. Hell yeah! You want to talk about all killer no filler? When we talk about Rampage, and I'm always like all killer no filler, fucking great. Yo, this Dynamite all killer no filler. I think the closest thing they had to a filler was that match with Aqua. <laughs> <laughs> And to be honest, even that match was fun. Like, Shorty did two fucking shooting stars, I think. Yeah. Well, she started for the second one, and then, yeah, Jade Jade got her down. Yeah, Jade stopped her ass. But she was going for it. She was going for it. (laughs) So even that match was like, and then fucking Jade did Jeff Cobb's finish, which I didn't even know. I was like, yo, that shit, that move is fire. Where the fuck she got that from? Yeah, Jeff Cobb. (laughs) And I'm like, nah, I know. One of my favorite guys from the indie scene, fucking Jeff Cobb, like, well, not even India at this point, because you know he, yeah, he he's been in New Japan. Japan, and yeah. yeah, so you know, 
But still, you know, when I was watching him, he was like my favorite indie guy. Yeah. You know, now he, you know, I'm too busy watching all this stuff, but yeah. it happens. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, man, that's fucking crazy, man. This fucking, you gave me CM Punk, right? With fucking John Moxley. They love me, bro. And then you, you went and gave me fucking Jay White, which everybody knows that I love. So you give me Jay White. Switchblade. Jay White. <laughs> you give me CM Punk's CM Punk's. CM Punk with Mox. And then me and Tevin finally get to do our transformation again. Yes. We have and, returned. And fucking now, now they can bask in our glory. Beautiful. Beautiful work. Beautiful. We ain't even talking about the Royal Rumble Alicia Fox. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bruh. man, like, people are going to, I guess the debate is going to go on about, hey, how how good was that surprise actually of Keith Lee and Jay White? But like we just talked about, man, these are top tier acquisitions. Mm-hmm. Keith Lee is Keith mm-hmm. Lee. Jay White is Jay White. Listen, man, Jay mm-hmm. White main events at Madison Square Garden, all right? With, with Kazuchika Okada. Let's not act like Jay White is just a fucking guy from New Japan. Like, he's a yep. top star. And then two Japan. of these fucking amazing dream matches that they gave us, man. Fucking FTR versus Punk and Mox. And then this insane fucking death match at the end. And then I didn't even, I didn't even mention fucking Santana and Ortiz fucking splitting from the, the, the inner circle at this point in time. Gimme, gimme, gimme all of it. Gimme, 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 gimme. Dynamite, gimme. You want to talk about bringing the boom? This was the boom. This was the boom. Tell them where to find us. I'm done. Yes. (laughs) You already know where to find us. Find us on Instagram at Ramble Mania Show and at Banter Club Podcast. Find us on Twitter at Ramble Mania, Mm -hmm. Facebook.com slash Ramble Mania Show. Also find our group there, Ramble Mania Shows, Banter Club. We and the other wrestlers, podcasters, and everybody we associate with post all our goings on and all that is going down. As far as the audio goes, where everywhere audio is found, that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, TuneIn, Overcast. Everywhere your podcasts are found, search Ramble Mania Show or Banter Club. And of course, when you get here, if you're so inclined, give us them five-star ratings so we can rise in the algorithms. And of course, the visuals, twitch.tv slash Ramble Mania Show. Search us up on YouTube, Ramble Mania Show, or Banter Club. And when you get here, like the videos, click subscribe, click the bell, so that when the new content drops, it goes straight to you. As far as me personally, find me on Instagram at TJTheGreat1. That's TJ, the GR, the number eight, the number one. And find me on Twitter at TJTheGreat. That's TJ, the GR, the number eight. It's as simple as that. TJ the Great. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram at the number six, the letter X, the letter L, that is at 6XL. You can find me on Twitter at S double I double X ain't I great. You can find us on TikTok at Rebel Mania Show. This is it, man. We're going to leave these beautiful people out there that we like to call the BC aliens with a little something we like to call a too sweet. Too sweet. And a good fight. And a. Uh... Good night.
Man, this might as well have been ECW tonight.